Welcome to The Common Round. Medical education for medical students by medical students. I'm Hamid. And I'm Andy. And joining us today is our executive producer, Gautam. Welcome to a quick episode today about hemoglobin. So this kind of follows through on our series of discussions about the physiology of... Hemopoiesis. Yeah, hematopoiesis. And in, in general, just the physiology of what happens in, in blood and you know white cell development. Yeah. I think the series won't be complete on, until we talk a little bit more about hemoglobin. We kind of touched on this um, when we talked about... The erythropoiesis. Uh, but, yeah, the topic. talk two, two topics ago, if I'm not mistaken. Mm-hmm. But let's very briefly talk about hemoglobin. So what is hemoglobin, Andy? So hemoglobin is that molecule that's within the, um, the red blood cell that carries the actual physical oxygen for you. Yeah. And so for each red blood cell, you've got quite, I think it was like a few million uh, hemoglobin molecules that are floating around. Let's yeah, and what's this role? Like, what's it there? What's it doing? It carries oxygen. Yeah, that's it, isn't yeah. it? It doesn't have any other functions that I'm not aware of. No. No, I think it's pretty much any... And if you're not sure, it's got that sigmoid curve where um, oh, high right. partial pressure of oxygen is oh, highly saturated. curve, yeah. Yeah, and at low partial pressure, it starts releasing its its oxygen content. Yeah. But that's not our primary focus. We're focusing more about how, let's say, how it's synthesized and the different types of hemoglobin that you can find. Yeah. Can you tell me how... Okay. So you've got heme, right? Which is a globin molecule. No, you've got heme and globin. Globin. And they combine together to form hemoglobin. So where does the heme part come from? So what happens if you you cast your mind back and think about um, how iron is transferred around the body, iron is transferred by this molecule called transferrin. So the iron, the transferrin brings the iron to the red blood cell. And once the iron gets inside the red blood cell, it goes into the mitochondria. Inside the mitochondria, after a few chemical reactions, it forms heme. Yeah. So, so heme is formed inside the mitochondria, while the globin, just like any other protein, is synthesized by ribosomes. So inside the red blood cell, once the heme combines with the globin, they form hemoglobin. But there are different types of hemoglobin. Yeah, that's right. That's a really important point for us to talk about. Yeah. So in an adult, let's take an adult blood for us, because that's yeah. obviously what we'll, we'll be Mainly dealing mostly about, with. Yeah. So mm. in an adult blood, there are three major types of hemoglobin. Okay, right? what are they called? The, the, main, the major one is called hemoglobin A. This is very confusing, guys, by the way, so pay close attention. So we've got hemoglobin A, a yeah. which is comprised of two alpha chains, yeah. which we'll talk about in a second, and two beta chains. Okay, yeah. But there's also minor hemoglobin types. So yeah. an example of that is in our body, we still have a bit of fetal hemoglobin, a okay. very small percentage. Yeah. And that is where the B chain is replaced by a gamma chain. So okay. that's a fetal hemoglobin. Often you see that abbreviated as fetal HB or HBF. That okay. means fetal hemoglobin. So then so you have a gamma. They have two alphas and two gammas. I believe so. Yep. Okay. And then you also have delta yep. chains, which replaces the beta chain that we mentioned. And what type of hemoglobin is that? And that's called? just called a hemoglobin A2. So hemoglobin A was that major one that has two alpha and two beta. And okay. hemoglobin A2 has the two alphas and, and the two um, delta chains. Yep. Right? Okay, yep. Now, let's talk about the genes now, because, you know, we're talking sort of about those chains, but those chains are encoded by the genes, and the genes are where the chain names come from. So, what's on chromosome 11? What sort of genes are expressed on chromosome 11? Uh, Chromosome 11, I believe, contains the delta, gamma, as well as the betas? Uh, Or or the thetas, or whatever. What we need to know is the fact that, yeah, you're right, it's got the gamma 
Delta, Beta, and it's got the, is it the uh, Echelon? What's the, there's a I don't weird know, symbol. I, one. <laughs> my Greek isn't the best, but there's a squiggly number there. Oh, we have to find that out. You, you oh, can yeah. have a look um, on, on, on the diagram that we'll yeah. put up uh, after the show. Yeah. But yeah, so you've got chromosome 11, which has expre- uh, codes for the Beta change, which we mentioned, the Delta and the Gamma chains as well. Yeah. Where is um, the alpha chains coded? So the alpha chain is located on chromosome 16. And there's a A2 region and there's an A1 region as yep. well. And I believe both of them are expressed in the A chain. Okay. Right? Together they're expressed. Sure. But, so, but unfortunately, the point of confusion with this part is that the A2 part on the... Um, chromosome 16 does not really correlate to hemoglobin a2 does it no so okay no so this is where it gets really if, confusing if we've confused you somehow sorry about that but just re-listen to the podcast and at half the speed perhaps and then just try to figure it out okay. exactly and always obviously go to the website for the diagrams as yep. well okay. all right so we mentioned that there are different types of chains yep. but the majority of the chain is the hba which is alpha two alpha chains and yep. two beta chains yeah and there's also the fetal hemoglobin and some you know smaller subtypes as well yeah but what happens in the fetus now andy i mean in the fetus yeah there's uh, we mentioned previously that you know it all starts in the york sac yeah those stem cells that produce hemoglobin and and those blood cells produce to the liver and and spleen and then eventually in the bone marrow yeah but what what's the hemoglobin profile like during that period so i think what happens is that what you see during different phases of life um, is that alpha chains or the, the rate of all these hemoglobin chains being produced changes and varies depending on the stage of life, yeah, right? That's so right. So alpha is, since we think about it, so alpha is common in all of them. So alpha chain production is actually high and constant throughout all phases. However, the delta chain, so no, the gamma chain, sorry. The gamma chain is highly produced while the baby is a fetus. Remember, it's a fetal hemoglobin after yeah. And then it drops after two to six, uh, so three to six months after the child is born. Whereas the beta chain, while still expressed in the fetus, will greatly increase and um, increase after three to six months. And so, with the if so, by the by the time that the child is about, let's say, two to three years old, mainly the child will be producing alpha and beta chains. And when they combine together, two alphas plus two betas equals a hemoglobin A. Yeah, so the predominant exactly. adult hemoglobin. One thing I think that was quite important was, or just as an interesting fact on the side, I don't know if whether this is really important, is that the hemoglobin F, so the fetus and the hemoglobin in the adults, the difference mainly between those two is just they have this sort of different uh, sigmoid curve. Oxygen binding capacity, don't they? So characteristically, the hemoglobin F has a left shifted hemoglobin profile. And if um, if you're interested in that, dig into your physiology and find out what a left shifted significance is. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. But I guess the whole point is, you know, everyone is probably wondering, you know, why are we talking about this hemoglobin business? Exactly. So what is it really important to know the beta chains? Absolutely important because once okay. we start talking about um, thalassemia, once we start talking about sickle cell anemia, yeah. then um, it's really important to be able to differentiate between the different types of hemoglobin oh, okay. because if you have let's yep. say a pathology of, and I'm, I'm, I'm slightly digressing into pathology here, but if yep. you, let's say if you have thalassemia, alpha sal- or a thalassemia, alpha thalassemia, yeah. alpha thalassemia yeah. then that tells you that the alpha chain may be affected. And okay. if you knock out your alpha chain, which is expressed in all of those hemoglobins that we've kind of alluded to, oh, no. then you're going to have some serious pathology. It's not very common to knock out uh, all of the alpha chains, but yeah. you know, there are clinical importance for understanding the physiology and that's why we've dedicated so much of the initial phase of hematology yep. to understanding 
the basic physiology of the process. Mm -hmm. But I think we need to just summarize it one more time, just okay. to make, so I can feel better that yep. we've kind of communicated okay. the point. So let me give that a try. So we've got hemoglobin A, hemoglobin F, and hemoglobin A2. So A is made up of two alphas and two beta chains. F is made up of two alphas and two gamma chains. That's F right. is two gamma chains. And hemoglobin A2 is made up of two A's and two delta chains. Exactly yeah. right. Uh, and the, the point to remember is that alpha genes are expressed on chromosome 16. Okay, and yeah. the other hemoglobin chains, so gamma, delta, and beta are the ones that we really need to know about, are yeah. expressed on chromosome 11. Okay. Now, because it's on the DNA, you can have sometimes uh, deletions, um, point mutations, and things like that. Okay. But that's, again, delving into pathology. But keep that in mind that when we're sharing this information with you for an important reason, because once we talk about thalassemia yep. in the next few episodes, in the future episodes, then it's well, hard to make sense of it unless you understand why we're talking about the basis. Eh? Yeah, exactly. I don't have anything else to add. Obviously, we're not going to talk about the oxygen binding capacities and things like that. We'll probably touch on that when we talk about cardiology, when we start the cardiology mm. um, series of talks. But we'll just leave it at that for hematology. Yeah. Um, I think the main thing is that we've communicated the part of the hemoglobin across. Mm. If you guys have any feedback or any suggestions, or if you have any questions, um, by all means, let us know. Um, you can visit us on the website again thank you so much for your time and we'll catch up with you in the next episode so I think we're going to start talking about the, the heavy stuff the, the pathology yep. in the next few episodes which we're oh, really excited about exciting. but we're also terrified because uh, we've been reading up on this stuff <laughs> and it's, it's, it's pretty hard alright guys we'll see you next time see you next time listening to our Common Rounds podcast. You can find all of our episodes, notes, elective experiences, and much more content on our website. So come visit us at thecommonrounds.wordpress.com. And see you next time. Yeah, 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 yeah.